we are here to discuss all things rugby from a uniquely Kiwi perspective whilst living in America. Mm. I'd also like to add in that rugby and rugby adjacent. Sure, yes. Rugby adjacent shit, you know? We're giving one degree, two degrees, how how many degrees of separation? I don't know. Uh, Three. Three, sure. What is wrong with you, Steve? Uh, yeah, okay, fine. So, uh, we'll start with the hot button. Hot button on the agenda. This is, we are recording this on August the 28th. We're tailing the tap. Uh, and recently, we uh, have just gone through the first two matches of the rugby championship. Mm. Uh, most recent, of course, being the All Black spanking of the Wallabies mm. at Home Eden Park. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that was our sex on legs. Uh, yeah, fucking A right. Sounds there. Uh, and also, surprisingly, the Pumas beating yep. the Springboks at, uh, at their home home ground in front of their new coach, who's the first time playing inside of Argentina. Well, let, let me just jump in there and just and just weigh in on that. I thought both those teams in uh, where was it Mendoza? Mm. I hear it's a lovely place for wine. Sure. Both those teams were the drizzling shits. They were fucking awful. Do you watch that sure. second half in particular? The Pumas came out of the gate, and the body language, everything that they were giving out was. We've got this in the bag. They were up by 20 points, and they had this unique, like, Latin mindset of, let's just not try. You could visibly fucking see it on their faces. It's the first racial slur of the podcast, uh, with a, a slight a Latin... Hey, man, if Gregor uh, Paul can say it, then, then Manheim can say it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, but, and the Springboks were in their 22 for most of the half, and yet it was like... You know what it was like? You know what it was like, Steve? Roger? It was like watching... An 11-year-old at the Dio Social fucking fuddle, but fuddle himself, fuck around with trying to get his date's pants off. Manheim, what were you doing at the Dio Social? I was trying to get on Pearl Bacon. That's what I was trying to do at the goddamn Dio <laughs> okay, Social. Okay, okay. Can I, can I suggest? Probably need, need to bleep I'll, that name I'll, out too. I'll be, pers- I'll be perfectly honest. I did not watch the game. Um, <laughs> Dude, you're not alone. <laughs> and Sansa hates you for it. <laughs> but uh, did South Africa want to be there? Well, they, I mean, so I was watching with their commentary, and it was telling, right? They're down 20 points, and you got their commentators, yeah, who yeah, are yeah. also the drizzling shits, yeah. coming out and saying, like, oh, you know, these boys, these boys, they've had to do three or four flights to get there. Okay, fine. Uh, they're saying every excuse them, guys, like, no, it's kind of unfair. They have to go to Argentina on the second week of the championship. So it's Cape Town to, to, uh, Cape Town to Joburg, Joburg to... Fuck knows where. San Paolo, apparently. There's no direct flights to Argentina in South Africa. You got to fly via Brazil. Yeah, but there's, no, there's definitely no direct flights to Mendoza. There absolutely is not. No. So the guy was saying, there's some of these guys are going. They have to do four flights home in some cases. Well, motherfucker, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Their flight home is not the problem. They're playing right now. You know. So that's that's that fucking bullshit. I, I don't. I. They listen. There's a guy, a uh, South African journalist, Mark Keohane. He's, uh, he's one of their, uh, at least one of their noisiest journalists. I'm not sure you can say he's one of their better ones, or at least I hope he's one of their fucking better ones. This cat, before the championship, he came out and said, yeah, but you know what I think, but I think the box are going to win the championship, and I think the All Blacks are going to come third. And he spouted that bullshit myth that the Wallabies have the better back line and the South Africans have the better forward pack. They don't. They don't have, neither of those things are correct. We have the better forward pack, Yep. And a bit of background on both their candy asses. Okay, cool. My theory is that most rugby journalists are trying to do a long game rest, um, oh, Nostradamus. But if you throw enough weird oh, macaroni yeah. cheese at the wall, eventually mm. it will have mm. a picture. 
Or just shit. Or, or, yeah, or just yeah. Some Roger, is this where you tell us you're secretly Patrick McKendry? Because this sounds like a New Zealand Herald special. No, can we stop talking about the, the least exciting game of the... Well, yes. you got to warm up. It's like it's like eating okay. the salad before you eat the main. But, I mean, uh, you know, in the end, Argentina ran out of the victors and... Yep. A long-needed win for the Pumas after, was it, 20-game uh, losing streak? They've got to win at home. Otherwise, I mean, really, win else... With a new coach, what are they, three games in? For their new coach. No, I only mean, two. Was, uh, only two. Super Mario is only two games in. Super Mario, two games in, and he was in uh, <laughs> pack, right? Was he a defensive? Yeah, coach? it's Mario Ledesma. He was. Um, oh, fuck, man. I, I listen. He's either he was either a hooker or a prop. I can't remember. He That's played in the 2000 uh, World Cup. I know that much. To say front row, you've got it. He was some bald yeah. guy who ate a lot of steak in the Argentine front row. How, how are his ears? I, I, I'm not. I don't have intimate knowledge of his ears. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe not John Mitchell-esque, but but you know, take it back a, a, a couple notches. Yeah, filled mean. in, but not not like like cement. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Next time I'm in bed with him, I'll I'll, I'll okay. take a good look. Let's have a look. Yeah. I mean, we, well, we, we could research this, but yeah, we're not going to. Well, no. he, you know, he comes with the. He's comes. It's, you know, he's a, not about research. Well, he's a legendary player. Sure. And he was uh, an understudy with Checker for a long time, so he knows how to throw a chair against a bulletproof window. So actually, you know? this is a good work, uh, good segue for Checker. Um, so Checker's under fire recently, uh, and by recently in the last 72 hours after yeah. losing again to the All Blacks in quite emphatic style. Yes. Uh, there's actually uh, some Checker facts I just want to put out there. Did everyone it. know that Checker was a multi-millionaire due to his fashion line? Yeah, mm. his textile career uh, thingy. Textile career. Well, hold on. I've never seen any numbers. No. It's just, it's just like he keeps on saying, "I'm rich. I don't. I'm not doing this for money. I'm rich. I can say that too. I can get up and say, listen, 'Listen, I'm not doing this for the money. I'm rich. I'm not.' So I can say it. <laughs> so hang on, hang on. So he, he claims he was a, a part of a fashion dynasty, some kind of fashion. Either fashion or, or something a little bit less sexy. It might have been a textiles uh, business, you know. Right. So I mean, he's yeah. providing the, the. So a cursory look on his Wikipedia, which is obviously uh, the the holder of truth. Um, yeah. Says that I mean he has all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, so he speaks fluent Arabic, French, and Italian. Yeah, that was impressive. Which uh, I must admit Hold is, on. is impressive. You mean, you mean the guy that's losing his shit on TV every week, like he's a fucking senile old prick in a pub, mm-hmm. speaks fluent Arabic? Yes. I call bullshit on that. And right French there. and Italian. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no uh, citation needed on that one. No citation. <laughs> although, although there is two different citations on it. Um, his multi-million, of which they, they do stress that in the Wikipedia article. Multi. It, it's called live fashion. Oh dear. Take that from where you will. <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's interesting. Is that where I walk on the street wearing something and people say it's fashion? Is that how live fashion works? I, yeah. I can't imagine our girl in their top job is going to put up with this shit for much longer. What's her name? Uh, Castle? Oh, yeah. Raylene Castle, whoever the fuck it's she's great, called. Great hire, by the way. I mean, uh, she's got a bowl cut like she's Theresa May, but, you know, that's fine. Okay. Uh, one, one, we, more thing, one more accolade to add to Chica before we tear him apart. Yeah, <laughs> I was just... Is, uh, let me add him, let me add him. He's right. the only coach to have won a major rugby club competition in each hemisphere. Having won yeah, the Heineken Cup... With Leniston in 2009, and then yeah. the Super Rugby <laughs> with all the Waratahs in 2014, and now now it's open season on Michael Chicken. Well, first of all, so no, no, no. Can we can we can we start with? So I know Roger and I can't talk too much about this, but his his hairline has got it's has it got worse? Hey, listen, you said it, not me. <laughs> I mean, he's now got a, a little rectangle 
He, he does call him back around, doesn't it? It makes making a caricature of him even easier. Yeah, like, <laughs> As if the New Zealand Herald need any. You're gonna draw the clown. You're gonna draw the clown. I now have. I'm not gonna mock his face. It's and gone his hair. back around, and yeah. it's getting silly. Oh yeah, it's, he needs it's, to get rid of this, doesn't he? I would say go bald. A go yeah, he needs to get rid of all. Well, of them. guys, as he's told us. He doesn't think about him. He doesn't care about him. If if a van ran over his foot on the street, he wouldn't care. In fact, he wouldn't even he wouldn't even utter a swear because it's not about him. It's about the wallabies. He's the only human being in the ten thousand year history of human beings. And how many human beings has been total? Like a hundred billion human beings in that no, time. That's, that's too many. Well, there's a, there's been a lot of fucking human beings. <laughs> He's the only human being ever. That has never thought about himself and only thinks about others. Apparently, since, Pull since the fucking other one. Since we're on that subject, uh, the Wallabies in trouble. And if he's thinking about them, he should be thinking, "Oh shit, things have gone awry and they've gone awry quick." Can we start? Do we, are we going to start positive with the Wallabies and then go to the? Are we going to tear them apart like we're done with Chica? Uh Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with game one. Some positives came out of it. No, no, sure. no okay. I mean, game one was too. Uh, we, we, Ancient news. We'll, we'll talk, start, we'll we'll start with this. game two. Listen, just, if this is going to be a thing, Mannheim reserves the right to, at any time, rip the shit out of Michael Checker. Okay, we get, that's fair. Fine. <laughs> I, want to, I want to talk first of all about, uh, about David Pocock. Mm. David Pocock. Oh, yeah. What a champion human being he is. And also, that man is made of something that's not human sinew and, and carbon atoms. Yeah, it's so a derivative knockoff of the material that Richie was made out of. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, there's, there's been a couple of different storylines that come out with David Pocock. First of all, that he is quite the sportsman on the field and off it. He is. He, he, he seems is. to uh, he give credence he, and, and comes kindly. at levels of above the game. However, he does do some neck rolls. I mean, he's a flake. No, no, no. He's a no I think, I think, I think you've read that wrong or seen that wrong. He was neck rolled. Yeah, he was actually. In fact, that game, he he's the person why we have neck rolls in our legal. So if you guys ever watched the quarterfinal of the 2011 World Cup, Wallabies against the Springboks, you will see some of the most horrific shit ever perpetrated on a human being in the Chicken name of sport. Wings. Well, no, there's, a, there's this image in a ruck right in front of the referee. It's open. Everyone can see it. And Berger is grabbing. So Pocock's on his back, right, for our gentle viewers. Pocock's on his back in a ruck, head facing the sky. But he's also kind of obscuring the ball somehow. Mm. Berger, in full view of the TV, the referee's right there, grabs Pocock's jaw and is just rapidly, with all his six foot four, 115 kilos of strength, he's grabbing the jaw and doing this violent ripping with his head. It's like he's trying to rip his head clean off. Technically, not illegal. Somehow. I don't know how that's the case, because it wasn't a tackle, he didn't have the ball. He's not hitting him, he's grabbing him and wrenching his head. And from that, 2011, we got the Legislation, I say in inverted commas, around fucking neck rolls. Well, I mean, like, Pocock is a, a he's a, got a law degree, correct? I, no, he's got, he's, got a de- he's got a degree in appearing like the most liberal person on social media. Whether he is or not, I don't know. I mean, wait a minute. Regardless, regardless, the man is, the man is clearly, uh, he's clearly very good at what he does. He plays with energy uh, for 18 minutes, but I can't um, say the rest of the Wallabies do. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, he came, like he, he got injured in about the fifteenth minute, and from that that moment on, he was he was every time he went into a ruck, he'd go in full, full noise, and then he'd flop over on the ground and be like, "I think I'm broken," and then yeah. get up again and go again. I mean, just ha, ha, but hold on, how much of this is his persona? For instance, I mean, sure. the week before Ryan Crotty gets seemingly knocked the fuck out, he got knocked out again. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm how gonna compare times? us to. 
uh, the, the Tana Umanga Colin Chavis thing in 2003. Sure. Jerry Collins lines Chavis up yeah. and hits him with the fist of an angry god, shoulder to head. At that time, R perfectly R legal. RIP. Yeah, RIP Jerry. Yeah. At the time, a perfectly legal but stunningly brutal tackle. Was. And you watch Colin Chavis's face collapse. <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, as he hits the ground. Umanga yeah. comes in behind, yeah. sees that this cat is in some serious shit, does this swing around paramedic style, gets his hand inside of Chavis's mouth and rips his, um, his mouth guard out yeah. and keeps yeah. his mouth out. Then Tana bounces because he's still got a game to play. He rolls Chavis onto his side, pulls this thing out, the and then bounces. Yeah, sure. Pocock stays with Ryan Crotty. Oh, oh, what a champion. Oh my goodness, St. David. Fuck you, man. You just cost your team a man down for 40 seconds while you were chilling with a cat who was going to stay there regardless. Yeah, no, no, no. no. He, he did it again for Squire this week. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I remember I heard that he stayed with him and he went and talked to the ref. He said, I don't think he's right. Yeah. First of all, I know, that's then, someone on the other team. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. But but also, I, when he did it, I was like, I was like, you know what happens when there's a head injury? Oh, you go off. It's cynical. Up. Yeah, he's a smart cat. But he, he's smart, but he's also, you know, he's playing both, both sides of the... Uh, oh, but, the but, mate, uh, be under no, be under no illusions sides. here. He wants to win the Australian Woke Olympics. And he's in a good spot to win it. Well, to, you know. to, to put maybe a black spot on his name, Barrett's, uh, was it, second try? Yeah, yeah. He went over. He took his fucking head off. Pocock went straight for his neck when he tackled him. Yeah. If everyone yeah, looked back well. at that, I mean, we often, um, when injuries, well, when tackles like that happen on the line, we score a try, we, we're fine with it. Everyone kind of walks away. But this, but this is, this is, this but, is I mean, sport a, though, man. If you win the game, as it turns out, anything that may or may have happened to you that was illegal or not in the spirit of the game, whatever the fuck, it doesn't count, apparently. I know this because everyone in the Northern Hemisphere has basically made me know this. Yeah. And that because well, the All Blacks win, if we complain about something, we're assholes. But you know what? They're the fucking assholes. Well, You're the assholes. Okay, well, let's move on to uh, to the man who's managed to score four tries, which was a record. Yeah. That was yeah. uh, that 30 was points. A... 30 points against the Wallabies. Uh, the most ever scored by an All Black player against the Wallabies. Mm, fucking In a, a single right. game, not nine total. Yeah. Yeah. And so can we read? Dan Carter still has that record, I mean. Let's... Just not that much ahead of Andrew Mertens. Both mm. scored 200 plus. Who yeah. turns out Andrew Mertens, huge troll now. He's a commentator. Well, he's, he's, he's a paid show. He's a paid yeah. show. Like Channel he's, 9. He's, he's, Calling yeah, he's, he's commentating with the Aussies, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He works, he anyway. works part-time for Aussie Banks. Anyway, we now have we now have Bowden Barrett over 500 test points, mm -hmm. uh, which, which is, is now fourth behind uh, Carter, Mertens, and Fox. Yeah. So, he's in good company there, but we, we, we talked about this midweek. Um, Bowden Barrett now 30 test tries. Which is thirty-one. Isn't it? Which is, I mean, he's he's still a long way behind some of the top wingers. You know, Dougie's Dougie's at top there on uh, forty-seven tries. Um, Forty-eight. Fatty, fatty, forty-nine. Fatty la languishing, languishing on forty-six. Fuck you, Fat, um, Fatty is Julian Savier, by the way, to yeah, our gentle viewers. Yeah. Um, there was there was talk about if if Bowden continues his strike rate of. Uh, 0.5 tries per test match or, or mm. one one try every two tests uh, if he keeps if he plays the season post World Cup he will break the record for the, the most test tries for, the, for, for New Zealand however uh, it was pointed out that Bowden Barrett is a exponent of his speed he is and you also got to remember his first 15-16 tries were not were not scored at 10 no 
that was scored no. on the wing and a fullback. Coming off the bench yeah. in the Carter years. So there, there, is the, there is the thought, and, and let's be honest, his kicking is his weak, weak point. His goal kicking, should I say. His, his general general positional kicking is, is, is right. quite good. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Quite he good. was good on the weekend. Exactly. His positional kicking was very good. So the general consensus uh, is no, he will not make he will not beat Dougie's record. And I'm okay with that. Um, Particularly if he uh, yeah. bounces post twenty nineteen, which it's looking fifty fifty yeah. that we'll do that. I think I think with the emergence of the continual emergence of conveyor belt New Zealand talent, I, I don't I don't see him sticking around longer than his welcome is, is extended for. You know, because so, what do we know? Don't pay the wingers. Well, you don't pay the wingers. You also don't pay anyone where there's a queue of people behind them that could do exactly. a different job, but right. a good enough job. The, the rule is pay pay Brody Retallick. Pay Brody Retallick. Pay Owen Franks. <laughs> Pay those boys. And do not give them a dairy farm. I don't care. Yeah. Any stupid fuck that wants to pay Riku Yuani when there will be another Riku Yuani in another six. Like what? Like this is basic economics. Why are you paying him? I know he's great. I know he's fantastic. Yeah. But we make them like hotcakes. Okay. They just keep coming. We don't make party props like that. We don't. This is a. Uh, this is lead uh, re- <laughs> listeners. Uh, New Zealand creating wingers. Based yeah. on our prodigious we have a factory. talent. Can I, can I be indulged? A little, a little tangential. I mean, is how many degrees? It's, it's, I mean, it's going to be two degrees from speaking of Ricky Yuani. Okay. Oh, don't pay you winners thing. Now, you ask like ten people, representative of the rugby viewing population in the world, mm. to name their World Fifteen. Now. Or, or no, let me put it another way. You want you, you, you sit down, 10 people, and you say, tell me the top 10 wingers on either side, left or right wing, the top 10 wingers in the world. Now, invariably, people will want to do some stupid shit, like put John Stockdale on that list of the top 10 wingers. Maybe Brian Havana. Or, well, he's retired now, so that I should hope you're not putting him there. <laughs> Bald peanut-looking motherfucker. Um, or they'll want, to, they'll want to put like some of the Argentine wingers in there, or they'll want to put Chris Ashton, yuck, Gross. Into, that, into that group. Now the reality He's just is been banned for several games. Oh, really? Yeah. What for? Seven what did he do this time? Seven week ban for a red card for a tip tackle after oh, he right. was inverted brackets eye gouged at some point during that the game. That doesn't mean that you get to tip tackle. I don't no, give a fuck. Tip, tip tackles are completely overdone. You don't, There's you don't, only been like a couple of real injuries from tip tackles. You don't get you don't fuck be like you don't, it's, it's like schoolyard shit. He he eye gouged me so I tip tackled oh, yeah. him. But he's not a grown no, adult. No, he never has been. You see those stupid swan dives he does? Yes. He's a little yeah. boy. He's an idiot. Boy's going to hurt his back. Oh, no. But these, these people, right, they want to be like, oh, but we've got a good winger. They'll be in the top ten. There are certain positions in certain countries in rugby where a nation has become very, very, very good at producing them to the point where they might be ten deep on the best wingers in the world when it comes to wings and New Zealand. I don't want to hear this John Stockdale bullshit. He's not as good. He wouldn't make any New Zealand Super Rugby side. And that's okay. In 2003, you would not have one New Zealand prop in the top 50 of world props in 2003 when England won the World Cup. Sure. You just wouldn't, like, like, why? Why would you do that? But by the same token, Neil Back wouldn't make, at that time, he wouldn't have made a New Zealand Super Rugby team. Because Australia and New Zealand had stacks of sevens. Fucking stacks of World Cup sevens. And that's all right. We don't need to engage in this token, everyone gets a player bullshit argument. Certainly not on this goddamn podcast, I'll tell you that right now. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need five players in every position at all times. It's not realistic that that happens. We, yeah. we, New Zealand has pretty good coverage, but... Yeah. So, to bring it full circle back to 
Bowden Barrett. We're drinking beers, by the way. We are. We're still the scene. We're in a, we're in a beer garden. Eating beer nuts. In Angolanus in New York City. Um, but Barrett, yeah, although his record-breaking performance at 10, which is one of the most tightly defended channels on the field, was nothing sure. short of superb. That we, third try, holy shit. Oh, my God. I, I mean, mean, to be fair, that was the only one of the three tries that was that was really impressive. Because the other two were... Yeah. I mean, so Ben Smith, if we haven't nodded to him already in this did. podcast, we really should have. I mean, uh, uh, that man creates more space and work, and his magic under the high ball is nothing yeah. short of... See, you see how his stories. hips move? How his the body moves? He doesn't, look like, he doesn't look like a crack. No, that no. boy does not look like a cracker named Ben and Smith. Also, and also someone, I don't know who it was, I think it was maybe Manfred. Manfred, Manheim. I mean, Manheim. it's all the same, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he criti- criticised the selection of, of Ben Smith at, 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 at wing. the right wing, yeah. But I, I, I thought he... I mean... I, <laughs> I thought, I thought it worked brilliantly. I mean, I mean it's a testament to him. Well, his... he wasn't going to fuck it up because he's well, awesome. He never, he's, yeah. Exactly. It's a testament to him. That's why, that's that's why if you can put the man, if you can fit that guy and one of three Barretts at fullback. I mean, if you put Ben Smith at five, he would do his all to I make mean, that he, position. He, he would do his all. I mean, when he's played at second prime, he didn't exactly shit the bed. He went, yeah. Ben Smith would grow a foot. Put him a lot. Yeah. Just be like, I'm, I'll get it. I'll get it done during the week, boss. Yeah. But it's for, for my, my criticism. Yeah. It wasn't that he wasn't like. If you put him on the right wing, he's the best right wing in the world. Right. So he's better at. But he's back. a bit. Yeah. He's a way better fullback, and, and it's better for his for his long term state of mind in the game. Yeah, but you're, if, but let's be honest. We're, the only reason we're putting him at because he. He is the best option at wing that we have at the moment. Yeah. Well, he's the best right winger in the world. He's just also the best fullback. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're down Riku Ioane. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that Milner Scudder should be, should be there. And he's, he needs to get a little bit more make that argue. But, yeah, he hasn't... He wasn't he wasn't his best at the at Super Rugby, so you're not going to bring him in. When you can put Ben Smith there and you can put Jordy Barrett at fullback. Jordy Barrett, I thought, had a had a solid game. I'd give him a seven. Yeah, I think um, a seven's I think, fair. I think he needs to work on his sprinting. I would, have, I, would have, I would have backed him for that corner. I, I, I would have backed his I, brother for the corner. Yeah, I, I would back his you brother any day. Scott. I'd back doll roll for the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Had some weight behind him. <laughs> have you dog, seen it? Dog roll would have just like fucking flipped the guy. Have over. you seen dog Scott Barrett's face? Scott Barrett. It yeah. looks like the back end of a bulldog <laughs> chewing a wasp. You know? <laughs> Jesus. With all due respect, Scott, if you ever listen to us. I mean, yeah. can we also talk about uh, slight tangent? Um, we talk about Nisbo. Uh, Nisbo's commentary of the Barretts. Arguably, okay, so you're, you're a commentator. Your bread and butter is saying people's names, especially when you're Nisbo. Yeah, Nisbo's Grant Nisbet. Uh, but so Nisbo, Nisbo. Nisbo for yeah. this. So Nisbo, and if you, didn't like, if you didn't know that already, you ain't what, shit. What are you, it's also, what are you doing listening to this? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nisbo, Nisbo had to commentate. I mean, it's like commentating Wales. You've got, you've got a lot of, lot of last names that are very, very similar. Mm. In this case, yep. you've got three Barretts. And Nisbo, to his credit, He's obviously read, they've set a style guide and they've said, right, we must say both names at all times. Yeah. We're not doing a that. Justin Marshall, we're not calling him Bodie, like some kind of frat bro idiot. Like he's cast out of fucking point break, <laughs> the original. <laughs> we give you a slight break, Justin, because you were in the team, but you're on watch. Fuck Justin Marshall, what a dick. Anyway, continue. And, 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 anyway, anyway. So I, I thought Nisbo ha- handled that well. I thought he, he, he said he said first names when appropriate. Yeah. He he didn't get the brown guys confused this week. <laughs> but like like goals. I mean, if 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 it was a um, if it was uh, Bowden Barrett at ten, 
Geordie uh, Barrett at 12 and for some reason Scott Barrett was playing at centre uh, it'd be tough wouldn't it it'd be like Bowden Barrett oh yeah to, to Geordie Barrett to Scott Barrett like, it'd, be a, it'd be just a nightmare you get two Smiths in the team yeah and then you got Leonard Brown you yep. got all sorts of double barrels you know for whatever reason uh, they've got to pull Karen off and they bring yeah. in uh, they bring in uh, milk toast Whitelock <laughs> you got know. double Whitelocks yeah. oh my god so anyway, I, I just want to have a quick shout out to this book because I thought he, he handled that well. Uh, yeah, but you know what, dude? He's also the same guy that got Jerome Kino and Jimmy Cowan confused. You know, so... <laughs> Swings and roundabouts for this one. <laughs> I mean, and, and yeah, Justin Marshall, just... Uh, he says a lot of things that are very obvious. And his commentators give him... And he, he does a lot of... Yeah, Nisbo, that's Welcome right. to Punditry Corner. Yeah, like, just... <laughs> I, mean, I think the thing that pisses me off about Marshy is that he does a lot of... It's like he's been on the rugby forums too long and he's been reading about how arrogant and how stupid New Zealand rugby fans are. And he's trying to throw the rest of the world a bone by constantly talking about how he disagrees with decisions that go for the All Blacks. He's like, I don't think that's right. That's one of the favourite things out of his mouth. I don't think that's right. Well, Marshy, you're, you know, this is a New Zealand audience you're doing this for. No one gives a fuck. Like I, I don't hate Phil Kearns for exactly. some of the say dribble that fucking Phil Kearns. Right, but but Phil Kearns, that's what he's there for. Yeah. He's there to rile up all the Phil Kearns types in Australia that are watching that on TV. That's his job. Yeah. His yeah. job is to rile them up and be dicks to us. Yeah, but isn't that's that what, what he's paid for. But isn't Justin Marshall the Phil Kearns of the commentary team? Well theoretically he should be, but he's doing the reverse, which is anything that, that happened that the All Blacks do, he's the first upon and say, Oh, Oh, uh, Naholo should get he should get a car there. Definitely oh, right. should be red. So he's should be red. The devil's advocate on this. Yeah, and he, he does it too much. There are times I was like, you know what, Marshy, just shut the fuck up. Because first of all, half the time you're wrong. Secondly, yeah. you could do this all day, and it's actually not going to move the needle on how much foreign fans, you know, fans of England or wherever these stupid fucking countries think we're assholes. Mm. You know, Harsh. it's it's not going to change. No matter what he does, he will not change your opinions. Why? Because people like me exist in the world to tear down all the good work that he does. And I'm not going to stop. No. I don't give a fuck. Can't stop, won't stop. No. Um, with that in mind, eye to the future. We've got uh, you know, break week, yeah. which is always a sad time in the championship where we have to do nothing for a week and uh, make a podcast. Um, but also, think about what was going to happen in the next week. Will the Blacks face Argentina? Who's going to pick the team? Are we well, happy with where, that? Where are we playing? Well, well I mean, uh, it's a Nelson. No, it's like a Nelson. Sorry, it's a Nelson. Yeah. Trafalgar Park, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah. Sonny Nelson in, in July, uh, in August. Sonny Nelson in August. September. And we think that we might be changing up a lot of the team. Uh, well, what's, what's, what's your team, Roger? Uh, I'm going to go with the complete A team. Hold on, hold on. Actually, you can just preface it. Is it you? We're going to say your team that you would pick, or the team that you think Shag will pick? Ooh, well, okay, so, so you're coming in. You're coming in with a rest with a with a bi, uh, not a, well, not a bye week. But you're coming in a rest week. Yeah. Uh, post post this game, you're flying to. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're flying to South Africa or Argentina. I don't know which one. No, no, no. Which they, way are we no, going? No, no. They've got South Africa the week after in New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah. another week at home in Wellington. I think. So. Uh, I think you'd be tempted to play a slightly an A minus an team. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so, I, I, you probably go with an A minus, only because if we, if you go in even further eyes in the future, you want to start building not necessarily an enti entire second team, but essentially a second team. Noticing that the November games are going to be a tough travelling te test team. Yeah, but you're not you're not starting TJ. You're not starting Richie. You, you might start, start TJ. You might start TJ. Yeah, but what what are you going to do? Start TJ and bring your Aaron Smith off the bench. No, or I think gonna, you, gonna start Aaron, Aaron you have a, a week, Aaron tri triple T on the bench. They've got to get him game time at some point. Yeah. Okay. What's your team? What's your team, Roger? So I, I'd start with I'm go, I'd start Brody. I start Metallic. It's an interesting to start a team sheet at lock, but continue. Yeah, I mean. Sure, let's just I'm count down from five. <laughs> uh, only I've just whipped up the All Blacks page and I'm just going down uh, it's alphabetical. calling out names. I'm just going to call out names. Uh, I'd only start with Vitaly only because I've been really impressed with his energy in his form. Yeah. And yeah, he's had most he, of the year off. He's missed a lot of rugby, yeah. He's missed a lot of rugby, so he has a lot of energy, a lot of cobwebs. And if you notice from the, the second game, he was a lot more sprightly. Uh, than his other compatriots in the same he did throw a very nice drawn pass for Bowden Barrett's fourth try. I love that, but he was also yeah. tackling but then getting off of the ground at an immense speed, unlike uh, Whitelock. Talk, talking about guys guys with hips, Brody Retellick's hip movement is quite quite impressive on the way. Talk, he does this. Talk more about his hips. Sorry. I mean, I mean, I don't want to because... You want to take his pants off? I get excited. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, shit, me too. Mm -hmm. The only thing that doesn't excite me is that god-awful haircut he's rocking at the moment. I mean, I'd never know what haircut he's got because he's always wearing a headband. Uh, the uh, tape. Yeah. Got the permanent tape. Which doesn't help with the mullet appearance. No. So who, who are you putting him with in the locks, uh, Roger? I'll go with Moody. You're going to put Moody in, in, in the lock. <laughs> you're going to put, put yeah, Moody. Okay. Put... <laughs> if there's anything we should do, you really start moving people around. I'm I mean, I, if you said Carl Heyman, I would have given you that because Carl Heyman was quite short, quite tall, sorry. But I'm not going to give you Moody. What about Hammerbo? Uh, Can he play it long? No. I don't think so. Damn it. Just Squire. Just... I mean, no. Uh, Rogers should the bed. You want to you pick up Steve where Rogers yeah. left off? Jesus Christ. Okay, so prop. I think we're going to I think we're going to give the, the policeman Stash a start. How do you think about that? At lock? No, at prop. Oh, right. Starting at the proper end of the fucking team sheet. Says the guy who because lived in England too long. Listeners, <laughs> I like to go with an unconventional method of really <laughs> more of a Graham Henry approach by putting everyone in way different positions than they should have to see how it goes. Ooh, that's harsh on Ted. Yeah, I'm not, Sir I, Ted. I'm not, I'm not sure I can agree with that comment. That, that hurts. So, Stand Ufa, by it. Ufa Fasi. We're going to start him. Jesus Christ. Fuck, man, we're honestly. Playing, we're playing Argentina and Nelson. Jesus Christ, come on. A good scrummaging team. Yeah, I don't care. Good scrummaging that just flew across yeah. the fucking hemisphere. And Listen. we're going to put Moody in there after his third test try. I think he's, uh, he's showing he's showing, showing Owen Franks how to score some tries. I think, That's um, both a burn and a nod to Owen Franks. <laughs> Fair. Although I'm not convinced. So this is what I said earlier in the week, uh, our gentle viewers. I think uh, his record is tainted. Because what I've heard on the street... Is he actually scored a try that no one saw? No, no. <laughs> that he may be not running support lines like he should. Oh, to not deliberately not score a yeah, try. I think Drama. what I heard Drama. was maybe 20 or so tests ago <laughs> that he, I'd heard that he started, that annals. he was proud of it, that he's now proud uh, of it. No. And once you've become proud of something, if, you know, I mean, we've all seen it, right? 
uh, someone in the back line makes an amazing break. It's going to be a try to one All Black one way or the other. And all of a sudden, the tight five guys trundle out of nowhere ready to receive their walk-in try. Right? Yes. That happens a lot. Brody Retallick yeah. is always on hand. No, He'll be like, give it to me, seagull that he is. Lurch. As, as, I get the feeling as, Owen Franks has been like a few times, he's been like, you know what? I'm just good. not going to yeah. bother running. You'll figure it out. Karen, yeah. get up there. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so... I want, uh, I want Cody 8%. I want, I want 8% Cody's. I want him starting. Do you know, if, if, if this fantastic. is eventually going to earn money, we don't need to give ACC money by using their shitty goddamn um, nicknames, you know? We can come up with our own ones. Like uh, We're sponsored by uh, Cody <laughs> 8% Bourbon. It's, also, uh, <laughs> to our non-New Zealand listeners, uh, Cody's is Cody's 8% bourbon and cola uh, RTDs, which is ready to drink Alco Pops in New Zealand. Mm. Tastes terrible and give you a worse taste. Tastes, tastes more like cola than bourbon. I mean, I'm not, I mean I'm not going to go that far. I mean, I've had my fair share. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to start uh, We're, we're going to start uh, the Romano, the, Ro, the, the Dolmio that. grin. Is, is, he, yeah. is he in the squad? He's in the squad. We're going to bring him in. All right. Um, okay. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna give Vitalik a, a rest, or we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have Vitalik on the bench. I feel like yeah. I feel like he's one of our obvious. I mean, it goes without saying he's he's, he's the best lock in the world. So I want to keep him. I want to keep him fresh. I don't want to overload him. Like you say, he hasn't played a lot of rugby. You don't want to bring him into three test matches on the bounce. Hasn't been energetic. Okay. I know. I know. But I want to keep him energetic. Okay. And I want, but, I want to see Whitelock. But, but Whitelock, who's played like every game since February yeah, and was the care. captain and went through the playoffs of Super yep. Rugby. No, he he, yep. he has to play another no, game. No, he no. played in February too. Uh, Jack June, rather. He was yep. the captain of yep. the All Blacks. Yep. You caught that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Beef Jackie Whitelock. Still going. Still chewing. Beef Jackie. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I, I thought I thought Liam Squire was good. I, to be honest, I thought he was he was actually concussed early. I, I well, he I kept on trying to tell the ref that it was a he got hit in the collarbone. I, I it's don't like, right. think he really knew what was going on oh, yeah. for most of the rest of the game. No, so I was never impressed with his rat's tail, but no. I have been consistently no, impressed gr- with his consistent gross. effort. That's gross. And output, he is always I think, at a certain level. I, I think he had a quiet couple of weeks. I think he's been solid in defense. I think he's he, he's he's again low seven. I, kinda... I, I would give off his first two weeks and let us go. I'd give him a six, nothing higher. But still, I mean, Harsh. even if it's a six or a seven, at that level, to be consistently that number and not have any drop weeks, I mean, that's good. Right. I'm going to put it right. No, I'm not even going to give him that because the thing with All Blacks is you want to, you want, you want them to know that we know that they are pieces of shit because <laughs> that keeps them on their toes, wanting to keep improving. Because if you tell them they're awesome, do you know what's going to happen? One day they're going to wake up wearing canary yellow and standing under the post, spot some other All Blacks score tries under their goddamn nose. Okay, all right. Okay, if we want, if we think Squire, I, I think Squire is a concussion risk during the week. I wouldn't be surprised. In that so, case, let's bring Beaker Steve's in. got the medical reports. Let's bring Beaker in. Beaks is in. Yeah. Who the fuck is Beaker? Like, where did we pull that? with the haircut. Oh, right. We're still doing the ACC made-up nicknames, forced nickname thing. Okay, right. I actually thought Artie Sevier looked like that Muppet with the hair. Which his name is Beaker. Yeah. Is that Beaker? So you don't want to move Kane to six. He's no, I don't want to move Kane to six. Right, yeah, so I actually don't mind also, that. also another concussion risk is Kane because he looked no. pretty rattled. I think he had a busted knee as well. He's, yeah, got, a, he's got a dicky so wheel. I wouldn't be surprised. So you you want to you want to put the guy who's who's never played at six at test level and keep the guy who has and put him at seven. What you're saying, Savia has never started at six. He's never started. Kane has though. Kane's also started at eight, I think. I know, but Kane at seven gives me just because of splitting resemblance to Richie in terms of how he plays, and he's like a mini Richie. 
Mm. And I, it gives me a little bit of comfort. He's slightly bigger than Richie. But, but okay. he, I, I'm giving him a look. Steve, Steve, you know I'm a dick. <laughs> this is this is known. Everyone knows this. The viewers have been listening to us for an hour Richie, and 20 minutes and they Richie, know this. Richie's eight feet tall. We know this. Sorry, he's, no, he's you're right. Base, he is, uh, he's listen, listen if you haven't, uh, if you haven't been a part of our banter before, Richie McCaw is uh, God incarnate. What? We don't need to tell them that. If they're rugby fans, they know that. That's true. It's a, yeah. cap, it's a capital, capital. Richie. I'm still pissed off that he capital married that he married Richie that he married that lady. You know what's her name? She and they're gonna have a. Worthy. They're gonna no, she isn't. And people people get angry when I say this. It's not a slight on her as a human being no, no. because that's the that that's the fun. criticism. She's a great human being. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's the one of the best human beings we've got in the mix. Sure. 3.8 billion females in the world. I'm sure she's near the very, very top of that list. I the mean, problem is, and she's a human being. Richie is a god alien. Fine. Him going with that woman is like me going to fuck a goat. It's wrong, and it shouldn't happen. Okay, again, I think I think Sam Kane is also an injury uh, concussion risk during the week. Or so. during the two weeks. So then, so then, hey, Matt Todd. The bridesmaid of uh, is he in the squad? Rugby. He's in the squad. Let's let's give Matt a little one because the poor bastard has been like, first of all, he was McCaw's understudy for so many years, and then and then Sam Kane took it, took it away from him. So I mean, it is what it is. I'm well, I mean, that's not that's just. I mean, he was his under 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 study at the Crusaders. Yeah. When he burst on the scene around 2009-2010 He didn't remember, seriously come into the All Black equation Until about 2011 Sam Kane turned because, up the next June Yeah because what are you I, I mean what are you going to do if you're Matt Todd You're like oh it's Richie Well you just stay there and you apparently be a low ambition Motherfucker instead yeah. of going to the Blues and getting game time Thank you, you know, that's, That would have been the smart thing to do if you had some balls that's But right. you know heaven forbid You know. I mean, who, who you got in your back line Steve I mean, yeah, the forwards is a clusterfuck, as you've just told by our absolute hack job of assembling a forward pack. Yeah, fuck but that. I mean, like this 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 bye week before this game is proving very problematic because we don't know about injuries, we don't know about uh, Stag's mindset. They they came out clean, is what I heard. So I'd yeah, heard that right. even Sam Kane is okay. I mean, I looked at his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you guys want to light this up on YouTube about how wrong we got things, first of all, feel free. Secondly, fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. All right, back line, uh, as, as discussed, we're going to put TJ. We're going to start Teach. TJ. Um, I think, powerful, powerful start. I think Aaron Smith had a fucking fantastic He's game. He's always good. I thought it's, Aaron it's Smith, no, I, I thought he was great. Your, your face. Just I, don't I, I gave him two sevens. He's not no, no. at his absolute best. He's I not mean, attacking no, the line no, no, at all. I like it. He is whipping it around like no one's business. He is, and I like that. But, but, and, I mean, that's his bread and butter, is it? Literally, it's And listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to come out and say I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had a someone who can move the ball like he can move the ball since fucking Dave Loveridge in the early 80s. Yeah, just the most or, or Bash up in the mid-90s. Yeah, yeah, Marshy with his dribbling The only the other ball. person that whips it around as well as... Uh, no, the only other person that tries to whip it around and does a ham-fisted job at trying to make it a faff to clerk. Who only does short passes, but is also quite small and makes a meal out of it with his foot. He also, he also makes bad decisions. He's been good this year, though, at test Why are we talking about Faf He's not Sniping. Out. Sniping through the line. Slap the clerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Bowden, Bowden will start again. I mean... I, again, I so to be clear, Steve, is this your team or what you think Shag will pick? No, I, think, I, I don't... I think they'll I can't, I can't see Richie starting starting this early in the, in the Well, team. he's already indicated he's going to put him in. Yeah. I, I, think he'll, I think he'll play the third bladders though in Japan. I think he's going to go before then. Yeah. 
No, I absolutely believe that. I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not going to play the away game in South Africa. He's not going to play the away game in Argentina. Who? Richie. No, oh, he might. No, probably not. No. What well, I mean, he, he might make the bench. Well, you got to remember last year they shuffled the deck on the on the away leg of the rugby championship. Why? Because, because last year after okay, 2016 they realized that neither Argentina or South Africa are up to shit yeah. compared to what we now face in November. So you know, the shoes on the other foot now. Do I let, put a put Sopoanga in for the away leg in South Africa where he fucking dominated? That was nice. Oh, uh, you're getting you you know you're getting ago. you're getting mixed up. That was 2015 where it didn't count. Because the away leg was our first rugby championship game. He still did it, didn't he? I'm he, saying, I'm saying he still, he still played the away leg in South Africa, and he still won the game for us and had, had his best game in an All Black jersey. You, yes, won the game for us is maybe a bit strong, but he had a fantastic game. And then he fucked off to Europe. Anyway, whatever. Um, so our yeah, midfield, our midfield kind of picks itself. I, I don't think I think Lamapi was solid. He might be was very well um, he was, very he was well, defended. He was, yeah. Took the first half. 50 but I, thought, minutes. I thought he made himself no, useful. I thought he got around the around yeah. the park. So he, I appreciate he committed that. to a lot of tackles, which I appreciate. And oh, really, you were watching him in defence because I wasn't. No, no. So yeah. when I say he committed himself, when he was running into the line, oh, yeah, he didn't yeah. try and just go down the ball. He actually pushed himself into those um, tackles, even though he knew he was being well defended, which I appreciate. Uh, it really, I think it stressed them a bit. But, I mean, he's not he's not Anthony Allen. He's a grown man. You know? right. And yeah. Crossy will be back for that game. I'm assuming. Who? Who? Crossy. Yeah, I'm that's what I, that's what I've heard is that be, he might come back. Yeah. They're saying so, Sonny Williams not going to be back for that game, but he will be for the South African just, game. I just want to pause after. right here and, and just say, um, fuck you, SBW. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Sonny. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So, um, red card, motherfucker. And post production, post production, that'll be uh, that'll be beeped out. So, no. Yeah, that, that's no, a no, hard I, no, I Steve. Mean, I mean, Sonny Bill's name. Sure. Yeah. We'll just beep him out. Um, I'm going to get it tattooed on my balls, though. <laughs> Feel free to beep that one out. <laughs> So I mean, it's really if if Crotty comes back in, do you risk Goodhue? Do you do you keep Lamapi where he is? Do you bring Leonard Brown, hardest done by out of this, this test. I thought I really wanted Leonard Brown to start. Yeah, it's a hush. Um, I, I rate him highly. Yeah, he's good. He's a good man. For a double-barreled name, that's a yeah. he, he's an amazing. He looks player. gross in the face, but other than that, I, I yeah, like he does, him. He's really gross in the face. So I think uh, I think that's gonna be a lottery. I mean, yeah. I, I and you back three. I mean, tits for hands. I thought had an had a. That's uh, Waisaki Naholo, uh, sorry. gentlemen. <laughs> and ladies, um, we'll also be known for tits I, for hands. I, I thought, this I thought, motherfucker thinks ladies are going to listen to this. <laughs> I thought I thought Naholo, outside of being a massive dude who breaks tackles, had a quite a good game last night. Like he 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 got around. He, he, he made he made an excellent pass out to Barrett for that. Uh, I think it was the. No, no, sorry, sorry, that was to Retellic. He made a brilliant pass to Retellic for for Barrett's fourth try. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, like for a guy we call literally Tits with Hands. And he's he's, he's proven that name over and over Um, again. Ioanni, I'm assuming, will still be injured. Maybe back, not sure. It's probably touch and go. I think if Ioanni is fit, he'll start. Because I think think you want to keep him fresh. You don't want to keep him off the the, uh, starting line for too long. And fullback? Um, Fullback. I want to see. I want to see more Geordie. I want to see Geordie really own that role. Um, but again, you got Ben Smith. Yeah, you want to put Ben Smith back. I want, I want, I want to put Ben Smith back. Ben I, and then if, if, Geordie if, on if the bench. If it's a straight right? shot between Geordie and Ben, I'm going to put Ben. Yeah. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. It's, so, yeah. so, th- so there's my 25 that I've just mentioned as a starting lineup. All right, let me take a shit on that real quick. Okay. 
So I'm gonna, uh, I'll put some assumptions out there. I'm gonna make an assumption. And this There's is what, what I think Shag will pick. Not what I would want to pick. They're pretty close, but I'm gonna, this is what Shag will pick. I'm gonna assume Rico is not available. I'm gonna assume Sonny Bill Williams is not available. Uh, fuck you, Sonny Bill. Yeah, fuck you, Sonny. Um, I'm gonna assume uh, that Sam Kane is available. Yeah, I think that covers me, right? I think the front row will be will be as is. Uh, Squire's available. Yep, I'll assume that. I'm gonna assume the front row will stay as is. With the except, you, there's a 50-50 chance he might want to start Nathan Harris. But Franks and Moody have not played a lot of rugby this year. They've, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they've got they've got they've got some shit to do. Cody Taylor has, so they may want to swap him out. But even then, I think he had an injury bout for for a little bit. If anyone's gonna watch this on YouTube, feel free to light me up. Um, in the the middle row, the second row, I think you know Brody. You got to pick. He's 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 got plenty of he's got plenty of gas in the tank. You got to pick Brody. Sam Whitelock has been thrashed. You can't. You've got to give Sam a. Uh, got to give him a spell. I think they've got to bring in Scott Barrett with his ugly face. Um, he played a blinding game not so long ago. Yeah, the third, the third test against France. He was amazing. Yeah, he was I think fantastic. it was the third test. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But the whole series, he was really good standing in for Brody. Um, and then in the flanks, uh, I think you've got to have, you know, Sam Kane, they will pick. Kieran, they will pick. Kieran's not paid any rugby this year. Yeah, uh, six. Sorry, I didn't even mention Kieran. Oh, it stands to reason yeah. that you come through. Six touch and go. They may continue to pick Squire. What I will, what I will say is, I think you will see one of either Hemapo or Frizzell on the bench. They might look to give one of them game time at six. The the Highlanders uh, duo there. Is, uh, have either of those guys got a cap yet? Yeah, yeah. Third test uh, against the French, I think. Both yeah, they both came on. Because I think Frizzell started and uh, Hemapo came off the bench. And then nine, you got, TJ, you got to give him a run. Because the reason why you have to play TJ is that... He starts the hucker. Well, a, well, no, he's, well he'll, he'll do that if he's off on the bench or not. But if you do not show people like TJ Pedernara a lot of love, and you, you need someone, you, like you need a very, very good number two halfback. Cool. You don't show them the love, they pull a Lima Supawanga on you and fuck off. That's true. So every now and then they've got to throw him a game. Pull a Supawanga and make a terrible mistake. Yep. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. Yep. Um, so that's where you got to start TJ. I think they're going to have uh, Mwanga starting at 10. Oh, Jesus. And then to help him out, I'm going to assume... Uh, did I say... What did I say about Crotty? Did I assume he was going to be injured? You said Crotty was fit. Fit. So you got to ha- if you're going to have Richie at 10, you got to have his 12, Crotty at Crusaders. is going to help him out. His and his boy. boy his homeboy. Yeah, okay, yep. fine. What about Goodhue then? I think Goodhue and... Uh, fuckhead, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Fuck, you know, the guy, the guy, the guy, Greg Paul. Uh, that fucking douchebag rise to the hero. Mm. You got to, uh, he made a good point this week, which was uh, apparently. One of the few points he ever makes. One of the very few points he ever makes that he doesn't then repeat 10 fucking times in a month in one of his shitty yeah. 200 word new articles. Yeah. Uh, he made the point that Goodhue was really, apparently, really, really nervous before his cap against the Wallabies two weeks ago, his first run on cap. He's played a lot of rugby this year. What they've periodically shown with new caps or, or green people in the all-back setup is they try, even if they've played well, they do not let them build up ahead of scene. They'll typically let them play them play a few games and then they'll pull them back. Because what they don't want to have happen is for these guys to have a shit experience and then ruin their confidence. Yeah, yeah. And you also don't want to have a, um, what's that douchebag uh, Australian uh, little white guy? Are you talking about anyone? James, James O'Connor. James, you don't want to do a James O'Connor. 
Yeah. You build up their head too big, and then they become. You know, with Ali Williams in France doing some coke. Trying to trying to score coke for yeah. for dicks. Yeah, anyway, they were offering dicks. Yeah. Let's be frank, allegedly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I think you bring in Antoine Leder Brown and Crotty. We with because they're both both one of the rare types of midfielders that can play equally well at 12 and 13. Yeah, so where you end up is a coin flip between the two. Yeah. Uh, you, you forget La Mape, the fact that they played him last week, and the fact that the game is irrelevant. He's not in the squad. He's he's an injury replacement. Right, Let so him go back to Wellington. Back yeah. And then on the wings, I think you got to have you got to have Naholo. Uh, let's assume that I see what I say about the assumption around Yuani. Get that pie. He's going to be fit. I think you got to have Rico Yuani back. And then that puts Ben Put Smith, Smith at 15. Back. Done. Yeah. And then on the bench, you're going to have either uh, probably Frizzell, but maybe uh, Hemapo. Um, you're going to have... Who's out? We don't have a, we don't have a, a lock reserve. Don't need it. We might not. No. Correct. I mean, our, our, and our lineup is the it's shit it's at the moment. It is yeah. fucking awesome. Do you guys remember... Oh, no, Romano. You have He's also an injury replacement. He's not full squad, so they won't. If they if they can get away with not playing him, they won't. Would be my thought. And good luck lifting that fat fuck. <laughs> with respect, with the utmost respect, I you know because they say that uh, Luke Romano is a line out analysis genius. Really? Said Sh- that? Shag said it. He said it ahead of the uh, 2015 semi final, which the All Blacks won against the box. And he was almost in tears of memory serve, Shag, talking about how the effort that the dirt trackers put into the analysis that we can see specifically, that Luke Romano's ability at analyzing o, uh, oppos- like opposition lineout is unparalleled. That's, uh, that's which a, is ironic. That's a true Shag antidote that you, uh, you can say uh, that that he was in tears about 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 a lineout. Well, we didn't know about Shag as he had hemorrhoids at the time. Probably did, probably. probably did have the hemorrhoids. He was, he was moving in his seat. <laughs> he spends a lot of time Feeling. sitting and clenching. <laughs> a lot uh, of time sitting since, and clenching. Since we're on shag, has anyone noticed that the the puppet that plays Shag in the Herald has been taking a leave of absence? Oh, they, they took that guy off, did they? This made me sad. It's probably all the swearing. I'm assuming well, at some point there must have been some parental group that were like, listen, this you cannot put this on your regular head website. He's talking about railing broads you know, in motels, you know, <laughs> running a train. I think I think they even said that on that on that thing. Of course, we are sponsored by Model Trains Emporium <laughs> in New Jersey. Well, they're definitely not sponsored by the New Zealand Heroes. Uh, toot toot is what they asked me to say on there. Uh, so I think I think that'll bring this thing to a. No, well, just just before we go, we do, we do have one more piece of content. That's we're going to do and, predictions first, right? For the next well, two weeks, we have we have predictions. So we're going to do predictions first, but then one more near and dear thing to to I know. Uh, one of, uh, one of the presenters' hearts is that uh, players being taken from New Zealand to play in an opposing country vis-a-vis Brad Shields Jesus and around it. Why are we going to open We've only got like a so few we'll minutes left up. and you're going to bring that up? So like, we've got a two-hour podcast. Uh, we're not doing a two-hour No one listens to two-hour podcast. There's plenty of people that listen we to three-hour podcasts. We listen to a CrossFit we podcast do, we for do two sub, hours. We do sub-hour podcasts. Thanks, thanks to that, Roger. Now everyone knows that we are into CrossFit. <laughs> We're not going to get anyone uh, watching this. Only two thirds are into CrossFit in this season. Right, we're doing a sub hour. This is quick predictions. Go. I'll start uh, for the bye week. I'm going to no for the next two weeks. The ne- the middle phase. For the next what two the, weeks, okay, uh, All Blacks to win by fifteen to twenty in Nelson. Uh, the Box to win by five in the next game. They're playing in Brisbane. 
I stand by it. Okay. Balls. Balls. And yeah, the, the following week, it's uh, All Blacks in Argentina again, right? No, yeah. No, it's All Blacks South Africa. Yeah. In All Blacks South Wellington. Africa. Oh, right. In Wellington. In Wellington. Uh, we won by 10. And Australia to roll Argentina by 15. Yeah, I just, this two week speculation, three week speculation. Just I mean, do it. You're a pundit. Don't start that lazy Justin Marshall bullshit. I mean, You're getting paid, aren't you? Oh, I mean, wait. I mean, we're going to, we're going to, I mean, Sonny Nelson, the guys will be re- well rested after a, um, a, 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 you know, like, come on, after like swanning in after over Australia. We're going to put, 30 points on Argentina and Nelson what are they, how many are they going to score I, I think we're going to I think it's going to be you know in the 40 points to 10 region it's going to be that kind of that kind of shellacking and then, I, and then we're going to go down to we're going to go to Wellington to the box the box uh, what's what's one of other shambles they're the dude. There's something because they they think they're going through a, a dawn a new dawn right now I, mean, I think it's a false dawn no it's a I mean come on it's, you know, it's not a new dawn and you go to Argentina and get fucking your ass kicked by 20 points. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think it's at least, again, at least 25 points. I, I think Australia are substantially better than the box right now and, is, and they are better than the Argies as well. So, I'm going to say, again, it's going to be a, it's going to be a high 30s to, to, you know, early, early teens kind of, kind of thing in, in Wellington. So, that, that's me. I'm gonna, I'm, okay, this is uh, this is Manfred or Mannheim. You choose. I, I'll change it next time based on what you want, uh, gentle viewers. Here's how it's going to play out. Next weekend, we've got the All Blacks at Trafalgar Park in Nelson. Uh, our games against the Argies have followed like a... In New Zealand, have followed like a formula. They play a spoiling game for 50 minutes. Yep. Our bench comes on and the floodgates open and we run away with it. Yep. But... For 50 minutes, they put up a fight because they weren't really trying to play rugby. So, I'm going to estimate that we're going to end up with a 15 to 20 point margin, which is very similar to Steve, and something resembling maybe a 36 to 20 scoreline. Something like that. More points for the Argentines. Yeah. Across the ditch in Brisbane, the Aussies will beat the South Africans, but it's not going to be by much because the Aussies sink or rise to the opposition. We know this. And for all those sappers, for the two sappers that might eventually listen to this thing, I'm saying to you right now, your team travels like shit. They leave the Republic and they completely fall apart. Unless they're playing on a warm afternoon in front of 60,000 of their own fans, they ain't shit, they won't be shit, and they are shit. Good tournament team, though. Says when? Uh, Which tournament? Rugby World Cup. They consistently make the quarters and the semis. I mean, for 90 years, they were the number one or number two team in world rugby. So, yeah, I should fucking well hope they're making the goddamn quarters in the semis. All right, move on. Next, next, next game. Come on. Next, uh, next weekend. All Blacks to roll up against the box in, in Westpac Stadium, Wellington. Uh, that's going to be tighter than the last two years, I think. They're, the box are better. So, while they are not as good as the likes of Mark Keohane think they are and other uh, compatriots right for Supersport, I think they're going to rock up. They're going to do better, but it's not going to be great. I think it's going to follow a similar formula to the week uh, against the Argies. It's going to be relatively tight, but there's going to be moments where off the back of turnovers or whatever the fuck, we blow them away. Similar scoreline to maybe like a 35-20, 35-10. Not too far away from what we did to the Wallabies, I think. And the Argentines. And the Argentines, yes. Right, okay. Now, I think, uh, I 
think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Aussie Argent Argentina is in the Gold Coast, which they've done before, which is the kiss of death. For, I mean, it, if, listen, if you were an international rugby player and you've been booked to play Australia and they're making you play at the Gold Coast, <laughs> that's their way of saying that they don't think you're shit and you are not bums on seat for anyone, by the way. Um, I think that the Argentines will push them closer than they want, yeah, but the Aussies will still win that, and in the end, it might even be comfortable. Something like a 12-point victory. We don't have time for the topic that I suggested. However, there is one topic that I would like to address. Next two games, or even the next tournament, do we think a yellow or a red card will be presented? If so, how will that yellow or red get given? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe multiple reds there. I don't think there's been a lot of yellows, right? There, there was a yellow in the last game between Argentina and uh, South Africa. South Africa got a right. yellow. But there's four games, one yellow. Yeah. That'd, yeah, have, that'd have to be a record for red, recent times, red right? Red cards are very, very rare. No. In Southern not. Hemisphere, I'd be more and more in Northern Hemisphere, they start, because you know how they love yeah. rules up there. Oh, yeah. You know, they we love are. them some fucking punitive. I, I think there's going to be a couple reds in the next couple games. I mean, a yellow yellow card can happen to anyone, really. Yeah. You're, on the, you're sitting on the wrong side of a rocket after your forwards. You, you, you're a... You're a winger, and you're sitting on the wrong side of a rocket after your forwards have com like committed like six penalties. Oh yeah. And you get sent off. Like it's, yep. I mean, uh, it's a lot. You, you tackle someone, and then they flick their foot in the air, yeah. and then all of a sudden you've dropped them on your head. Like that. Uh, like who, who's your mate? Who was? Naholo and Falau did that two weeks no, ago. No, no, the um, the top fourteen. Oh uh, fucking Italian uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, Parisi, yeah. I mean, he did not deserve that red. He caught the ball and was like, oh, I don't want to get smacked. So yeah, but you know like what? Where's your hair at, Serge? You know? <laughs> Serge is uh, 27. <laughs> oh, anyway. Plus, reds, pl plus 10. Anyway, Dean, I think yeah. it could be anyone. I think, I think three yellows, no reds in the next four games. I, haven't, I mean, I don't, I don't see anyone who, who's, who's playing in the current teams who, who's of, the, of a red variety. Yeah, I'm sure the Aussies said the same thing about Drew Mitchell in 2010 when he got a red. Yeah, but he got two yellows. <laughs> For bullshit reasons. Yeah, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Drew Mitchell, if you ever listen to this. Yeah. No, I liked him, though. I liked Drew Mitchell. I uh, think he, he was one of my favourite little Aussie players. He was fast. I just, speed on. Yeah, I just feel like he's just another version of James O'Connor. Yeah, I mean, he's like an early prototype of James O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think we need to do a whole episode on laws and <laughs> the recent interpretation Jesus. of laws. But yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it's, We're definitely going to hit up that whole as, club owners just acting false magnanimous, you know? Yeah. All right, um, that wraps it up. Uh, right, uh, uh, Roger, you want to you close this out? Yeah, we'll close this out. So this has been the, the first inaugural episode for uh, a rugby commentary by... Do you have a podcast name? Uh, Three's a Crowd. TBC. I'm pretty sure Three's a Crowd's been done, but, you yeah. know, we'll put this one under construction. Yeah. <laughs> under yeah. construction. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Roger signing off. Steve out. Uh, Mannheim or Fred. Bye. <laughs>